we're all about turning a crappy situation into something positive. A quarter million dollars of credit card I debt. I still remember the day when no one turned up. Throw it in the garbage and start from scratch. I could give myself a chance, so I started something. I mean, I think that counts as from poop to gold. <laughs> Welcome back to From Poop to Gold. I'm Benton Crane, your co-host, and today I'm joined by Jace Bennett. Welcome to the show, Jace. Thanks for having me. So Jace has a family YouTube channel with over 2.7 million subscribers. Yep. Um, That's what everyone knows Jace for. But behind the scenes, there's a lot more going on. And this is where I start (laughs) to geek out. (laughs) And and this is what I want to dive into with, with Jace. But essentially, you help create products for people's personal brands. So people are creating these personal brands on YouTube and Instagram and everywhere else. And then you help develop these products that tie into their personal brand so that they can provide more value to their audience. Yes. And they can have additional ways to to monetize their brands, right? And my goal is always to figure out what they're earning already and beat it with their physical product. Okay. Because it's a digital age and everybody thinks digital products are where everything is at. But man, I can I can smoke their digital income with physical products. It's so fun. Okay, give give, give us some <laughs> examples. Um, one creator, um, she had an incredible following. I can't actually say this one's name, but I can share other people's names. Okay, but okay. This one, incredible brand, incredible story, awesome following. These women love her, and mm-hmm. they they see themselves in her. She had this great following. She came to us and said, well, what would you do? We looked at it. We said, okay, let's add some fitness apparel. I'm, I, I'm sorry. That's kind of cliche to do fitness apparel because everyone's doing that. But I truly believe and our team truly believes that you'll kill it in fitness apparel. And then she hit Inc. 500 this year, uh, number five. So you can go search it and see who it is. But <laughs> I mean, and then number one in consumer sales and making so much stuff for them and it's amazing it's awesome and so that absolutely took over all other branded content Uh adsense revenue any of those other revenues um and then a new one the with pat flynn the switch pod okay i mean an idea he came to my partner richie norton in the hallway of vid summit and then the two of them came to me because i'm the vlogger they came to me and said what would you want in a tripod? I said, oh, don't even get me started. I want something completely different from the Gorilla Vlog, completely different from any of the other options that are out there right now. And it took a year to recreate this, but 400 grand, one Kickstarter campaign. Wow. And now B&H has its order in, Adorama has their order in, it'll be in Best Buy before you know it, and it'll be a huge corporation off of one product because Pat has... A loyal, loyal, loyal following. He calls them super fans, right? That's that's what his latest book release was on, a super fan. So anyway, so that's the type of, of what is something your audience knows you for? How can we differentiate it, physically create it, and give that to them? Okay. And it's so much fun. Okay, <laughs> this is incredible. So now I want to shift gears a little bit. Yeah. I want to dive into your backstory because okay. we've kind of found that every successful person has gone through some crap. Yeah. And, and poop, right? Yes. Yes. Everyone has these poop to gold (laughs) moments. Right. And, and so if you could identify kind of one point in your life or in your career where you, you kind of went through something that at the time it, 
it sucked. It not just <laughs> not just sucked, but like maybe you maybe you didn't even know if you would get through it, or you didn't yeah. know how you would get through it. You didn't see the path. You didn't yeah. see the light at the tunnel. Um, but those are the moments that kind of end up being pivotal for yeah. us. So if you could identify one of those moments, what would it be? Um, I had two retail stores in Hawaii. My wife and I lived in Hawaii. Six kids. Life was good. In Hawaii, you get really good at justifying. No, no, no. <laughs> this sucks, but we're good. This is this, but we're good. It's $1,600 a month in utilities. But just we're in for paradise. Electrical, but we're in paradise. The beach is free, right? You're, you're really good at that kind of uh-huh. stuff. So we had these two retail shops. We were doing good, not great. Um, I mean, we did recycle aluminum cans from all of our neighbors to pay for gas a few times. <laughs> so good is relative, okay. I guess. Um, and I drove over. I pulled into my friend's yard, Richie Norton's yard, drove over his son's skateboard and snapped it in half. Oh, no. His son comes out. He's crying. Uncle Jay's broke my board. Now that kid's six foot two. But he was. And I was like, oh, I'm a terrible person. And so I went to yards. I went to a shop and the boards were super expensive. Went to yard sales, bunch of junk. So I made him a skateboard. And I loved it. It was so much fun. So I brought it back to him. I was all like, dude, here's your board. And he's like, this is amazing. And Richie's like, dude, you look like you had fun with that. I'm like, man, if I could start making skateboards, I think I'd make them so they were waterproof and they didn't snap when you drove over them. <laughs> and he's like, you should do it. I'm like, dude, I'm not a skater. I don't even know how to skate. He's like, okay, just let me ask you this question. And I said, okay. He said, would you regret not trying this when you're 80? I thought about it and uh, yeah, I totally would. He goes, so do it. And thus was born a company called Jsports that I got into Costco. I got into, we were sold worldwide 2015 and 16. I think we were the most profitable skate company in the world. Yeah, um, I've, I've seen the brand. And so I, but Jsports, I got it started and I grew the entire, I, I made a hundred sample. My first batch was a hundred boards and I figured if I can sell a hundred boards on Twitter, cause that was what it was at the time. There was no Instagram. There was no, and Facebook didn't have business pages or any of that kind of stuff quite yet. And so, uh, on Twitter, I sold a hundred boards via Twitter. I was working Twitter for hours every day. I sold a hundred boards. I figured, okay, sell a hundred boards on Twitter. I can sell a hundred thousand boards. Then Devin Graham, Devin Supertramp, yep. came yep. out to Hawaii. He had had one viral video, the biking into the pond video. It yep. had 500,000 views. And I was like, Jace, you're doing YouTube now? This guy's a YouTuber. You should, you guys should meet up. And so Devin and I, I was in and helped him with probably five videos, six, five, six videos at the time. Of those early ones? Yeah. Did a skate one for me. It popped, hit a million views, and then died. Million and then died. But I had a meeting with Costco. And I showed him the million view one. And then I showed them one of my videos I had just shot. And it was stuck at the 300 mark. That's when YouTube used to cap you. and say 303, 301 or 303. And it holds you for 24 hours. Right. Well, the views are actually yep. racking up. Yeah. Yep. Well, they were trying to figure out if you were buying them or not. Yeah. And so I went into my Costco meeting and I said, here's this. They're like, okay, but what's something more recent? That one's like six months old. And I said, well, here's this one. And it was 303 views. It's like, why are you showing me this? I said, oh, well, it'll update. Let's go see the warehouse. Went into the warehouse, walking around, came back. They clicked on it, 100,000 views. They're like, oh, so you're legit. I wasn't legit. I only sold 100 boards on Twitter, and I'm here <laughs> faking it to Costco. He goes, okay, let's do a 10-day roadshow test. 
I didn't have any inventory. <laughs> so we quickly had to make inventory, get uh-huh. that stuff going. And then I was making YouTube videos that appeased kids, uh-huh. gnarly, cool stuff, but a brand that when mom walks into Costco, she trusts. So she's like, hey, they'd call their kids always. Hey, there's a skate brand at Costco. And the kids are like, mom. And I'd say, tell them to go on YouTube. They'd go on YouTube. They're like, oh, sick. Mom, that's a cool. Why are they at Costco? And I was like, that's my sweet spot. Sick videos with a safe brand. And then went crazy. I'm now exited from that. Uh But started a family YouTube channel after I had a booth at CVX Live its first year, five years ago. I don't know. How old is CVX? Six years. Holy bananas. Uh, So I had a booth there. They called me the morning of CVX Live. I said, Jace, 300 bucks, you'll get a booth. So I took all my Costco returns that the person used a board for a year and returned it because they wanted an iPad. Um, (laughs) And (laughs) cleaned up Costco, right? right? It's the Costco rental program. Everybody's a part of it. And cleaned up all those boards. I put a big 50% off sale. I had the normal prices of the boards and I hacked on all of them. Red Sharpie. Half price, uh-huh. and I sold five grand that day at CVX Live, and talked to a whole bunch of YouTubers. And I thought, I got six kids. We're weird. I know how to YouTube. Let's do this. We didn't make any money for a year because <laughs> okay. I was still functioning on 2012 algorithms. I had no idea what to do. And then after a year, then we popped and started cranking. It was uh-huh. amazing. And my whole goal in life is to get paid to play with my kids and so and it worked i'm almost i'm 40 in a couple months and i'm like hey i know what i want to do when i grow up finally (laughs) so that's my in a nutshell medium-sized story of that got it got it um so was there any point along that path where um where you hit a roadblock that you were just like oh man we're we're toast here yeah Lots of times. Costco said no six times. Okay. Target said no three times. Walmart said no twice. Every store in Hawaii said no to me. It was so weird. They're all about localism. No, no, no. Local, 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 local. But when you're local and you go in, my wife's like 10 generations Hawaiian and all my kids and all my... Anyways, I went in and they're like, hey, you know what, brother? We don't work with local companies. like, <laughs> what? Wow, the, the local surf skate guys. Wow, and the waves are good. Wow. They're gone. You're never going to come work. And I'm like, I, how do I say it? Okay, local businessman. I surf every day, but I work first. So I, and I tried to convince them. Nobody would hit, nobody, not a single store would work with me. And I had the branding for it. I had... That every one of them, I'd hand them a board, the buyer for local motion, the buyer for I mean, any of the skate and surf uh-huh. shops, yep. even the more mainland branded ones that were in Hawaii, TNC, surf, all of them. And they're like, oh, these boards are, oh, these are good. Yeah. So let's do it. I'll, I'll even do consignment. Holy crap. Hey, Bob, well, you know what? We, we, we don't do so well with local companies. <laughs> Frick, what am I going to do? Anyways, so every day. Every single day. I hit everybody up every day, nonstop. What was it? Two years? Finally, I went to Utah, opened up a warehouse, built an indoor skate park, went to Utah, started getting it going there, ran all of our Costco operations out of Utah. Uh 
Then we had a good, we had a skate team. We were winning all the competitions. I started competing because now I could skate. I figured the owner has to be able to skate and compete. So I did downhill longboarding, like 60 miles an hour on a popsicle stick going down a mountain. It was crazy. Wait, you went from not being able to skateboard to competing. Yeah. And how much time did it take to, to develop that? Two years. That's incredible. It was so much fun, but my knees, whoo, they're toast. <laughs> but I did all that. I took that. I'm like, hey, man, I'm like in the top 50 downhill skateboarders. I'm the, I went to all the big competitions, had booths at them, showed them everything they needed to see, showed them our sales. No. Every shop in Utah, same thing. Every single one of them. Uh, you're in Costco. No, no, no. I have a sub-brand. That is hardcore. It's the skate brand. That's the one for you guys. Oh, so they, they didn't like you because Costco, that's like... that's You're, you're that's, a sellout. I see. I said, just because I'm selling out of my product doesn't mean I'm a sellout. I'm just selling out. So you should hop on this train. I can up your sales. I've got epic social media. We've got a great following. No. What the... Anyways, it was so weird. But we had better sales... Because we'd show up into a Costco and sell 15, 20 grand worth of skateboards. In a road show. In a road show. And they'd sell maybe one deck a, a day in skate shops. Maybe. Anyways, bananas. That's incredible. So. Okay, so. Um, but yes, roadblocks every single day. Nonstop, every day. Employees stealing, employees on drugs. I mean, we had it all. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so let's shift gears a little bit. I want to understand your creative process a little bit. So um, you're, you're kind of creating on two levels. One, you've got this YouTube channel mm-hmm. where, where you're kind of documenting you, your family, yep. all the craziness that, that life brings. But then on this other level, you are designing products mm-hmm. for, you know, to, match, to match these brands. Yep. What's your creative process like? Where do the ideas come from? How do the ideas evolve? How do they develop? Lots of shower time. Um. <laughs> okay. It actually it works for me too. Yeah. Talking with my wife. She is a rock star. She is everything. She runs our YouTube channel. Okay. More than me now. I am, I am exit. I'm a really good startup guy. And then my goal always is to find epic humans to keep it going mm-hmm. because I am way too squirrel, squirrel, yeah. squirrel. Hand me the squirrel. That's, that's why I make other people's products. Because I love getting involved, helping create it, come up with it, manufacture it, launch everything. Yes. Ha ha. Next. Okay. Now yours. Ha 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 ha. Tons of energy. Next. And so for me, it's I always try to find a gap and find a way to fill it. That's always number one for me. That that I guess some of these female um, fashion brands that we manufacture – it's not really a gap. It's uh, it's uh, us too. I had to change my phrasing there to us too. <laughs> I used to, anyways. So now it's you know what? That's killing it. You need to do that as well because you've got a bigger audience. And so now these people are all competing with the top of their field because of their audiences. And so we'll look at man. My creative process is all over the place. But yeah, I do. I start it with that gap. I figure that out. I get the bones. And then I add the meat. And by adding the meat, what we'll do is surveys. Surveys, 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 surveys. YouTube community tab surveys, incredible. On our family channel, we do it all the time. And we're like, hey, we're going to film this and film this. Which one do you want to see first? 100,000 responses on there. Wow. This one. 
okay. And now they're prepped and ready. And when we do release it, ta-da, they're all like, yes, that's the one I voted for. And it kills it. And so lots of surveys there, lots of swipe ups on Instagram, lots Mm -hmm. of polls on Instagram. Because nowadays you can do what you couldn't do even three years ago. Um, I was in a meeting with the guys at Blender Bottle Uh and this little CEO group in Utah that I was a part of for a little while. I'm still part of it. I just am never available when they have their epic little Uh meetups. And uh, he's like, we have no idea who our audience is. Because I had talked about that in my little presentation there this one day. And he said, we have no idea who our audience is. And I said, you don't. Because it's all Walgreens, CVS, Walmart. Oh, you know what you should do? And I was like, you know your little squishy thing? You guys, how much does that thing cost? Okay. Well, get a little wrapper and vacuum seal it in, squished. And then tell everybody, have a little paper in your blender bottle that says, hey, to get your free squishy, email us. And when they email, they have just a three questions. Don't even ask them their name because people get all weirded out with that. Uh-huh. Age, zip code, and I don't know, make up something funny. And then you'll send them. It'll cost you less than 70 cents to send that thing. You'll know who everybody is now. And the guy left the meeting and I don't think they ever did it. But he walked right out of our seat. He's like, oh, my gosh. And he left. I was like, survey, 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 survey. Grab data because you can. That yep. was how – that was the hard goods way to grab data, right? Fill out this warranty form right now. Uh-huh. It's, that doesn't do anything. That's just you giving them data. Right. And so now with all these social platforms, they will tell you exactly what they want. But you have to guide them. <laughs> so that's – I think that's what I do. I find a gap and then talk to everybody I can. So the social media events that we go to, uh, we were at one where we had a 400 kid line to take pictures with my family. I had a piece of paper. I had a pen. I asked every single one of them how old they are and every single one of them what type of content we like. And so I just, I put a check mark. Just data collection. Dude, that was, because that's, I have all of them in front of me right now. It's Uh not Instagram. It's not their mom's YouTube channel that says that it's a 40 year old woman that loves to watch us. No, it's their 13-year-old. Uh-huh. And so it was, it was actually mind-blowing to me to find out the actual demographic of our little mini super fans. And there was not one of them younger than 10. And we were creating content for the 8 to 13-year-olds. So we switched it to 13 to 18-year-olds. And that's when our channel went... I mean, we... When we switched that after that, we went from about a million views a day to three. Wow. I mean, it just... Just that one little... That just that little one little Figuring out who we're actually talking to, right? It completely changed. Because when I talk to little kids, I bend down. My voice goes up. I try to be nicer. When you and I talk, it goes a little bit deeper. I'm more relaxed. This is my same level. Uh-huh. And so we just... We tweaked how we created our content, who we were actually talking to... And it responded crazy. That's incredible. So fun. So, what um, do you have any projects coming down the pipeline that you would like to give a little sneak peek to our listeners? So many. <laughs> I don't know which one would be relevant. I think the coolest thing that I'm involved in right now that is cha- it will change housing in the United States. Completely. 
No, you know, no big deal. Real estate background. That's my actual background. Background behind everything else okay. was real estate. Um, we are building thousands of affordable housing, tiny homes overseas that we're going to be putting in Detroit, Salt Lake City, these cities all over the United States. And because of that, now this last trip, I went to this factory and they're making a couple like funky pools for like monster with like glass in the front. And I was like, we did a LinkedIn post about it. Thousand views in Mm -hmm. minutes, 25 orders for pools. Really? I was like, what? So then I went back to the factory, drove four hours on these back roads of China in a hot car without AC into their factory, no air conditioning. It's all open, welding and hammering and made a couple pools right then and there, grabbed all my video content, made about five YouTube videos worth of content, another five for LinkedIn, about 10 for Instagram and Facebook. And we're going to roll out this entire, we are going to, it's going to hit and nobody's going to know what happened because nobody does what we're about to do in the United States. I've tried. I've talked to everybody for the last three, three years now. And now it just hit. So that's. So, so tell us more about these swimming pools. For less, for like 20 grand, I can get you a 20 something foot by almost 10 feet by whatever depth you want Uh pool into your backyard with all the pumps, everything. Literally, we have a crane. Just drop it either flat onto uh-huh. your ground, and it so has it can a staircase that goes up. Yeah, and then there's glass panels, so you can like look into oh, you it. Can see in the sides, yeah. and then or if you have an in ground, you get a, a landscape or one of the local pool companies. Give them the dimensions; they'll dig it. We have our or whatever your local crane company. We'll work with them, and literally. Uh, 25 days to manufacture, 18 to 30 days shipping, and we can have a pool ready to go with decking and everything on. I'll show you some pictures after this and drop it into your backyard and you just water and electrical and you have a pool for less than half, way less than half. So this is massively disruptive to the pool industry. Yeah, it'll, it's, I mean, 25, 25 actual orders where I tested people said, all right, let's do a deposit. Wham! Deposits are flying into the PayPal. I'm like, hey, you guys, go look at our PayPal account. <laughs> it's like, <sighs> um, Have you branded it yet? Do you have a name for it? Um, we just bought the web domain. It is, um, oh my gosh, now I got to think about it. I'm all excited about it. It's, uh, oh yeah, Container Pool World. Okay, so keep your eyes yeah. peeled for Container, Container Pool, pool we- World. World. Yeah. And what, what about the tiny homes? Does that have a brand already? So it's got an Instagram page that's actually just hit, I think, 600,000 followers Congrats. called Tiny House Movement. Tiny House Movement. Yep. So, Jace, we talked about how to follow some of your different projects, but mm-hmm. how, where should people follow you? I think my main place is just my Jace Bennett Instagram, probably. Okay. And that's J-A-S-E-B-E-N-N-E-T-T. Got that's it. the main one. That's kind of where I do everything. Okay. So that's awesome. That's some stuff that we're having a lot of fun with. Totally different, but it takes my product building. Here, one one little phrase. Everybody tells me I'm a, a jack of all trades, which normally is a negative connotation. Uh huh. And so some guy on the flight, he's like, "Oh, so you're kind of one of those jack of all trades?" And I said, "No, I'm a master of making shiz." Like (laughs) that's, that's what I, it's because the process is the same, no matter if it's a female fashion brand or a pool, it's the same process, or at least for me, it's the same process for me. Uh And so I can plug 
this microphone into my process and we're good. And so I can literally make anything and feel very confident in that, even though it's super wide spectrum. I, it's the same process to me. So every factory I go to, whether it's a tripod, a microphone, a pool, a house, same process, same things need to happen to build whatever you're building. So that's my little phrase that I just created. <laughs> master of making shoes yeah that's that's the one Perfect. master of making poop there we go no you're the poop guys i yeah and and what about your family channel it is called the ohana adventure if you type in ohana on any platform if i've done my job we should be the top thing that pops up but yeah so ohana means family in hawaiian it's our family adventure um and it's a bunch of craziness well, well, Jace, it's been such a pleasure to have yeah, you on the show you. today. It's great to great to get to know you, hear your backstory a little bit deeper, and it's incredibly fun to hear about all the different projects that that you have coming down the, the so pipeline. Yeah, it's, it's going to be cool to to watch those develop. Um, I've got a copy of our book here for you from Poop to Gold. Yes, and it's got my favorite ice cream on it. <laughs> there you go, rainbow ice <laughs> rainbow cream, rainbow swirl. There we go. <laughs> yep. Thank so, you. For the listeners, if you want to check the book out from Poop to Gold, it's a deeper dive into how we've created our creative culture at Harmon Brothers. And make sure to like and share and subscribe the podcast, and we'll see you on the next one.